everybody. Welcome to another episode with the Struggling Hunters here in the Hunting Shack, where we uh, give you tips and advice that may be worth nothing or may be worth everything. We're still trying to figure that out ourselves. <laughs> yes, um, sir. But that's what the shack is all about. Is uh, like Eric's likes like Eric likes to say, he's the guy sitting to my left. That's me, Eric. Yeah, and I'm Joe, the guy on the other side. Hey, Joe. Hi, how's it going? Good, nice good. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Oh, shucks. Yeah, thanks. For, yeah, so uh, that that's who we are, the struggling hunters. And like I said, uh, you know, we just sit down, um, do what Eric calls, cuss and discuss, and um, things that we're trying to improve on as far as hunting goes, and maybe, I guess, in the hunting realm and outside the hunting realm. Uh, and if you haven't, um, go back and check out our last episode. We did, did a little bit of uh, discussing uh, different ways of uh, of e scouting. Um, one of you know, just following people that are doing stuff in your activities. But we kind of go back and give that one a listen, and then uh, jump back over or listen to this first, then jump back over to that one, and you might learn something you didn't know before because we sure did. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, but. Then again, uh, this this week's episode, uh, we're just going to dis- be discussing a little bit about uh, uh, e-scouting, like using the maps. And then uh, uh, one of the things I thought about, or, you know, kind of throwing what, what, what's been going on in our daily lives, too. I don't know. I guess I can go first since I'm talking. Or are you tired of hearing me talk? No, today? go ahead. Go go a little <laughs> bit further, Joe. All right. I'll, 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 I'll still the show still. <laughs> I mean, was, man, I'm tripping over my words <laughs> Susie selling she shells by the she shore Ooh, nice one <laughs> nice one um but anyways and uh, kind of i guess in struggling hunter fashion i thought i'd discuss a little bit more on uh setbacks during the week for those of you that have been listening you know i've been working on my truck i should probably post some pictures of my truck on the old instagram or something huh yeah maybe do some shorts some youtube shorts i probably should yeah. Should have did it this last Saturday, to be honest with you. When you were pulling your hair out? Yeah, I was. I mean, I was going through some real emotion. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I'm laughing about it now, I wasn't <laughs> laughing then. Uh, so I got all the kind of all the rest of the the seals and stuff for my valves and everything to put put my. So my truck blew a head gasket. So I've been working on that the last month and a half and waiting on parts getting in finally got everything to where I could start putting like heads back together and, uh, starting to make it a truck again. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, rented tools from, from the local, uh, auto parts store, started compressing my valve springs and put them back together. And it just would not go right. Like it just, I'd compress them and then it'd fall out of the, the tool and or oh. f- not fall, but fly out of the tool. Oh man. <laughs> and uh it was kind of funny so like it it did it enough that like i could almost start knowing where the parts were going to land <laughs> like I, I was doing it in the same on the same bench facing the same way and they'd go flying and you know like i I kind of knew where to look right right <laughs> that's funny uh, but i think i about put that truck up for sale about 20 times like i had some moments of solitary sol- solitude solitary you know where i reflecting the meaning of life and yeah <laughs> <laughs> just getting frustrated and it turned out that uh the tool i was i rented uh was worn out and uh i had to put a, a washer 
on one part of it so that way it would kind of set correctly and then once i figured that out then i had to had to turn the piece of thread and then rotate it so that way the spring would stay leveled as it compressed and then shoot man like i said it was i don't know i know i'm talking circles but man it was a lot of frustration i can't (laughs) kind of glad it's over yeah glad it's over so some of the reason that we actually talk about these though is because his his truck is uh, like the hunting truck right and we're planning on using it this hunting season so he's been working his butt off for the last few months two two three four two months months, two months months, yeah and uh he's been working his butt off and trying to get this thing to go before september and then uh you know some of the other struggles that we've been dealing with is we were planning on kind of getting together a few nights during the week uh besides just doing the podcast and going out and target practicing with with uh the bows and and making content and doing the whole thing and some of you guys probably heard some of this spill before but for those that haven't we been or joe's been working so much on his truck that we really it's been kind of a struggle (laughs) to uh get together and do all that stuff so been kind of patiently waiting for for joe to get and i guess if i was a better friend i'd go over and try to help him but i don't i think i'd just kind of get in his way maybe i'll go over one of these nights and make a few shorts and uh, and that way you could focus on doing the truck and then i can just yeah you know do the hard stuff (laughs) (laughs) yeah but uh yeah, so that's uh so then the, the other hard thing too is oh, I end there's up there's more. Yeah, I ended up nicking wait, one of my uh, seals on the valve and it's just one seal and they could typically come in like a pack of I think 8. Mm. So I had to do like not a special order, but I had to get on the old interweb and just order one. And oh. it won't get here till like Thursday or Friday. Oh, really? So I don't even have the heads on cuz I got to wait for this part to come. Ah, don't you love waiting for stuff? <laughs> right. Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait. And then by the time you do get it here, you'll be like, uh, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> right. Well, that's like where where it's at is uh, I got everything, like the truck's completely torn apart and I've been working on it for so long that I got to start watching videos on how to put it back together. So that way I like... <laughs> i put it together right you got to watch all the videos that you watch how to put tear it apart in reverse right pretty much uh, right well uh yeah that's a bummer man that's a bummer so anyways that was that was kind of the setbacks of the week what i've been going through yeah well hopefully um hopefully when do you project to get it done well, I was hoping it would be this weekend, but um, once I get all the parts, I foresee everything going smoothly because I don't have to get any more special special tools. So, you know, I think a, a good solid week of working on it after work that it should be should be fairly fairly put back together. Oh, good, good. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I had a little bit more of a relaxing weekend, really. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, I I traveled to Denver with my wife. Oh, and, that's right. And uh, yeah, we we uh, stayed at the hotel. We had a baby shower to go to uh, one of her old friends. So we uh, yeah we just hung out and and had a good time. Went out to good. eat. Got rid of the kids for a night. So <laughs> so it was a it was a kind of a little bit of a vacation from 
a, a sh- very short vacation, but it was it was fun, relaxing, and nice and good. And uh, yeah, so that was pretty much that. And so that was a setback of of relaxing, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sounds uh, rough. Yeah, it was pretty rough. It was tough. Um, that is part of the reason why uh, the podcast didn't get put out until Monday. If some of you guys that watch often notice that uh is because i was i took off for the weekend i didn't get it edited uh ahead of time so uh with that said though i mean everything everything seemed to be pretty flawless that was the first time that we we did the last podcast with the mics as you see here and we did uh we we kind of did everything. If you noticed, we kind of turned the table again, and we're facing back toward the camera. Uh, some of that is just the little bit of room that we got out here in the old uh, studio, the old hunting shack. Uh, this was just, this might work better, but we're just trying different things to see. You know, try to try to make the best content we can. So so I got to point out that I don't know if I should or not, but uh oh. I noticed that as, in this direction that uh, there's something that takes up your attention. I look down at the yeah. audio thing a little bit more. I'll try to look at you in the camera a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, so I got it's, the computer running here. So it's like, I don't know. I guess it's, it's a little clunky. but He likes watching the heartbeat of our voices on the monitor. Yeah, I'm still doing it. <laughs> I might have to, like, turn it around or something, point it toward you so I don't look at it so much. But it's, I guess it's kind of new and, and – uh, and uh fancy or whatever so or it's new to us anyway so so we're seeing how it all works and trying to put all this together and and uh trying to come up with better audio you know we're trying to really really uh make this podcast flow and i know this doesn't have a whole lot to do with hunting but uh you know it's part of our struggle that was kind of the point is it's part of our struggle to try to get to the next phase in this whole podcast youtube hunting (laughs) uh circle that we're trying to create so yeah you know we're just trying to make better moves and and do what we can and so with that said guys you know i think it's kind of hard to ask sometimes i mean we ask you to like like the video uh comment if you can but you know not saying that you have to or anything, but if you could, you know, should give some support and and uh, and share the video with people that you might you might know that might like this kind of content, that'd be pretty great. It's a you know a little bit out of the well, it's not out of the norm. I mean, we've asked for it before, but just kind of asking for it straight up front and being transparent about it that we're just trying to grow and and get to that next phase in the podcast hunting world and. We got uh we got a lot of stuff to to provide for you guys and and so it makes it that much funner when we're getting thumbs up and <laughs> and shares so so just kind of asking for that and uh that'd be great if you could help out with that uh moving on from there I guess we could go into what we were doing tonight a little bit going over Onyx and trying to come up with a hunt plan for both of the hunts coming up this year we have elk season coming up first in august or sorry not august september, september yeah. the beginning of september because like my wife was making plans and she's like oh yeah something in august or the hunt starts in august right it's like no 
believe it's September because Utah was August. I think and that's I, what's probably throwing us off. That's I to, keep saying August for some reason because because the last few years we've been talking about starting hunting in August. Yeah, your hunt. But anyways, it's September that we're that we're going to be hunting and 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 uh, the first one is elk. So one thing that we are going to be doing is setting up some trail cameras at some point. And when we set those trail cameras up, we were, tonight we were trying to figure out where we wanted to do it. We were on Onyx doing some e-scouting. And, and that was kind of fun and interesting, uh, you know, just kind of looking at where the um, private land is and trying to decide if we can get to the other side. So that's like one of the things we got to continue on is actually drive to some of these and, and see like what the access is like. Yeah, see if we can get some access around some of the private. Right. Because you look at it from up top and you're like, oh, it's all covered with private. But there might be an access point that we're not really seeing. Right. I think I think got to check it out. But I think if there's a road that goes through it without a gate, you're okay to access. Right. That kind of makes sense. And there might be. There might very yeah. well be. So, so yeah, we've been kind of doing that and, and looking looking at uh, a hunting plan. we got a couple different areas that we want to hunt. I think there's one that for the archery season the one where we were turkey hunting we kind of want to hit that for like maybe after work and yeah you know a few hours to kill after work kind of hunt and then and then the other one is where we've always hunted i think uh i mean it's kind of up for debate but we kind of lean in that way and uh trying to find some area to hunt there and and then we got my buck hunt in november that we're trying to figure out. And then Joe, I think, was talking about trying to do a bear tag in November. Because yeah. uh, he, he obviously, because he's non-resident as of right now until next month, he didn't uh, get a, or he won't be able to get a, uh, he wasn't able to draw for a deer tag. Well, I could have, <clears throat> man, my voice is cracking. Could have for a, a non-resident. There was that option, but I didn't want to. Right, right. Okay, yeah. With that option, he could have done it that way, but but as a resident, he wasn't able right. to uh, to to draw for a buck. So he's going to hunt with me, but he's probably going to carry a bear tag while I'm going to focus on the buck tag. And then uh, during archery, I think I'm going to get a bear tag also since I have the whole month to try to get an elk if a bear happens to cross my path i'm gonna try i'm gonna go for it hopefully i don't miss like i did that elk last year but that's another story so yeah anyway we we're just kind of having fun looking at the onyx and trying to figure out what we wanted to do and where we wanted to go and and uh and kind of working with the layers and stuff yeah. we, we were doing it on the uh, laptop the thing that i keep looking down at <laughs> up here eric up yeah here. up here <laughs> The camera's up here. The eyes are uh, up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we were on the laptop looking at it, and and, um, and so we uh, – it, it was kind of a different different scenario rather than scrolling right. through the phone and, and doing everything that way. So kind of got to see some different stuff, I think. Right, yeah. Uh, the one thing with the phone is it's it is a lot more – in my opinion, it's a lot more reactive to – I, I think you can see more on the on the laptop, but on the phone it's more reactive. I can scroll a little faster to where I want to go and stuff. You know, right? The computer has a short lag on it, but anyways, that's just like minute <laughs> little things. But uh, other than that, I mean, I think you can see more detail on the laptop and yeah, and like your uh, top bow lines aren't 
I mean, you can see how close they are on your phone, but on a bigger screen, it kind of gives you a little bit better projective of uh, how close and how far those top low lines yeah, are. Yeah, it's a little more pronounced. I don't know if pronounced is even the right word. A little... I feel like it gives you a better idea what the yeah. terrain actually looks like. Right. I don't know if that's the right word that we were looking for, but yeah. There's a word that fits better, but we're yeah. going to go with that for now. Yeah, yeah, that works. <laughs> that works. So... But, uh, yeah, but, and then one of the other interesting things too, is that, well, that, <clears throat> that I did while me and Eric were there was we hopped on YouTube and I just typed in the unit we were hunting in the season and it popped up with fish and game information and some older videos of other people hunting in that area, which was kind of interesting. Yeah. It kind of blew my mind whenever Joe, Joe started doing that. It's probably one of the smartest things I've ever seen him do. He just <laughs> typed in the unit that we're going to be hunting. I guess we're not quite as transparent as, as some people, but <laughs> it is what it is. So you have to deal with it. But, uh, but yeah, we, uh, yeah, it was, I was like, I, Joe was typing it in. He's like, you know, hunt unit. Did you already say the unit? No, I never okay, said the unit. I didn't think he did. Anyway, he's, you know, the unit. And I was like, I never thought of doing that. That's a great idea. Just to kind of get an idea of maybe uh, maybe how to hunt that unit and, yeah. and get a, you know. But it was a great idea. I, I blew my mind that you did that. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I, you know, and I think probably the next step would be to go in and actually, like, just maybe uh, type in that, that area and just, you know, see who else is putting stuff in there besides hunting people. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like I know what you're day saying. hikes or something like yeah. that. Hiking, camping in, whatever area. Right. We kind of alluded to this. Or did we allude to it last week? Yeah, we did. Yeah, about, like, uh, being fan pages of, like, mountain bikers, hikers, or whatever on, on like, Facebook or whatnot, yeah. right? Or, or, right? Or Instagram even, maybe. And then... Uh, you know, if they like, oh, saw a big bull or, right. or saw some and big bucks or something. I got to give credit to the, I think it was Hunt and Fool because I listened to their podcast. To, the uh, Hunt and Fool, the right? Hunt and Fool, yeah. You got to type in The Hunt and Fool. And they, they had a podcast on it and I thought that was just kind of interesting. And I was like, oh, you know, we got to share because we're all about getting as much information on an area as possible just to try to up our odds. Right, right. And then also, <laughs> I'm gonna be a little bit uh, controversial here, but I'm, oh boy, uh, yeah, you better hold on to your seatbelt. <laughs> no, the nice thing about it though, the fun part is, is like possibly that hiker or or uh, mountain biker is an anti hunter, and without him <laughs> or her knowing it, they're actually helping us hunt. So I kind of like that idea, you know? Yeah, because then they got to live with that. So right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I don't know. I mean, I I like. I guess everybody has an opinion and everything, but uh, true. But I kind of like to get under the old anti-hunter's skin and and uh, <clears throat> prove them wrong on all their ideas. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's not too many anti-hunters watching this podcast, so I'm sure you, <clears throat> nobody will get offended. And if you do, <coughs> sorry, grow a pair. <laughs> not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. But yeah, so I mean that that's you know like kind of along those lines. It was just kind of fun. Just I mean, fun isn't just maybe thinking of a topic that applies to your area and either YouTube search, Google search, or uh, social search, and just see if social media search, see if something comes up, which is kind of new in a way. 
Yeah, yeah. It's a definitely a different take on things. I, I never would have came up with that yeah. on my own. I mean, either. And it's like one of those things, like, you know, what do they say? You don't know what you don't know. And you think you could have probably, you know, dawned on you to, like, to maybe do that previously. But you get so focused in on, like, hunting that you that you get uh, tunnel vision, that you don't open your mind up, you know. Maybe that's why we've been so unsuccessful over the years is we've had tunnel vision on hunting that we just go hunt what's in front of us, not fully take in what's around us. Oh, definitely, yeah. I, I yeah, I think, uh, I think I've done that a few times myself. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I feel like, a lot of the ways that I learned how to hunt in when I was a kid didn't necessarily transfer to whenever I was an adult. Uh, meaning, well, the biggest thing is, is the amount of hiking that I do now compared to whenever I was like, my mentors were a little more favorable of the old steering wheel. Right. <laughs> and, and so there's a lot of that uh-huh. and uh um or you know even if we did get off the road and we were on the four-wheeler uh we didn't leave the four-wheeler too far <laughs> away from us so so there there was like a lot of that kind of stuff you know looking back and I mean just being on it you know I would try to uh do whatever I could but uh I would try to I would try to um you know, go hiking as much as possible, but, but that was kind of how I learned to hunt, you know? And then there was always areas where you would see the white tailed deer and you're like, wow, we know they're in here or whatever. And, uh, kind of along those lines. So growing up in Idaho, like me and Eric did, we were, you know, I think it was unit 10, 10 a and B and C or something like that. Yeah. I believe it it was 10 a, it was a huge unit. Like it was huge. (coughs) Sorry guys. Water went down the wrong pipe. But, uh, and I, you know, we'll say it, we'll probably keep saying it for the rest of our lives, but we were spoiled in the area that we got to hunt and we didn't even know it. Oh, 100%. I think I could have, if I would have put in the effort that I put in now in Colorado, I, I really feel like I could have gotten much more success. Well, not only were like, you know, the and time, gotten bigger bucks. That's the biggest yeah. thing. <laughs> the elk herd, this was, you know, we left about the time. The elk herds uh, were taking over the area. But um, what I was trying to get at is one of the things that was so great is if you got a rifle tag and you didn't get your your deer, you can just go get a black powder permit. And so you're hunting like November and December. Like, you know, I didn't know quite what I was doing back then. But you get, you know, I got my gut, you know, to get an elk tag too and you're hunting in that. Anyways, where I was getting was, um, I was wanting to go do some more hunting and I can't remember what grade we were in, but, uh, I found, I got looking at the map. I was like, Oh, that unit's still open in this area. And, uh, I, this was back before, you know, all the internet stuff you can do now, as far as maps on X and all that. I just had a paper map and I, and I don't know how, but I talked my dad into letting me and my brother, I think we skipped school. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And uh, just, you know, we were in this little Ford Tempo car, and uh, it was kind of a snowy day. 
I wish I can remember more of the day, but I, me and my brother took off like way early in the morning. I should ask my brother if he remembers that day. Because I, I, I remember like we didn't, I think we got out of the car and I was, we kind of hiked around, but we didn't leave, we didn't leave the car very far because it was kind of a snowy situation. Yeah. And a new area and I didn't know where we were, you know, and I can't, I can't even tell you where we were. But according to the map I was on, we were, I think that the other thing that kind of scared me is I wasn't sure if like, I was in the right area, so I didn't want to hunt too hard. Right. But, uh, yeah, yeah, just going back. God, I can't remember why I went down that road, going down the road of that memory. You know, another funny thing, well, not I, I think it's, I don't know how funny it is, but uh, another thing looking back on those times was in Idaho, you didn't have to wear any orange, which... I see the dangers of that now being older and better perspective, but I loved it back then. <laughs> like <laughs> I loved the fact that we didn't have to wear orange. I, I was like, well, how do you, you know, you're wearing all this orange. Like, of course right. you're not going to get a elk or a deer, but anyways, I don't know. That was uh yeah, I don't know. I liked, I liked being in my camo. So, <laughs> but uh, speaking of that late season, so that was, and I'm a little, I'm probably a little bit vague on the rules on how it worked, but that was pretty cool. So like, you'd get your tag and you'd say, "Well, my preferred spot is like 10A," but essentially you could like hunt everywhere. Right. Yeah. And so. And then like it would change species. Like the 10A, like you'd hunt mule deer and whitetail, but then I think 10B or something like that, you could only hunt whitetail. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. And then. The late season that Joe's talking about was kind of cool because the 10A hunt season would be over with in like like in a course of like a month and a half. I right, think it was. yeah. And then if you still didn't get nothing in that amount of time, there was another there was a unit. I think they spread it around, but there'd be another unit, a late season unit, and all and your only qualification to do it or get you had to get there. That right. was the only qualification <laughs> that you needed. Like you didn't have to put in a special permit or right. or do a special draw or nothing. It just just had to get yourself there and you could hunt it. And so it was kind of crazy. Like I might have that a little bit. Uh, I might have that a little bit me- or backwards or not a hundred percent right. But that's what I remember of it. Right. And uh, it was so easy. It was so easy to hunt in Idaho. <laughs> you know, I moved to Colorado and. Uh, they're like, well, you got to get a blood sample and, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that and you got to uh, give up your first kid. And, you know, it's like a whole thing to hunt in Colorado. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, thanks guys for letting us go down that memory lane. Hopefully you guys, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't too much of a, of something that you haven't, that, that annoyed you too much, but um, we'll probably, you know, we'll discuss more of it some more at some point too, I'm sure, but. Anyways, thanks for letting us go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, is there anything you want to close with, Joe? Um, not necessarily. I, I kind of got everything out of the way that um, that I wanted to. Well, I will uh, get us out of here. I just wanted to say, you know, thanks, guys, for listening to us and doing all this. This time of year is kind of hard to come up with a lot of hunt content. Uh, 
I mean, I, I wish that I had more stuff to talk about and, and, uh, but we, we've kind of had a weird year this year and, and, the, and so we're doing our best on, on that front and we're, we're, uh, gearing up for the elk hunt this yep. in a few months here yep. and stuff, and we're getting excited for it. But, uh, you know, thanks for one last question, everything. Yes, go ahead. I know we've talked about it, but have you written down your do's and don'ts that you want to do this year for the elk hunt? Like meaning what you want to change about your elk hunt. You don't have to go into it right now. I'm just curious if you've done anything. Uh, I don't want to leave the mountain empty handed and I do want to leave the mountain with a nice bull. Okay. <laughs> That's my list so far. That's his list. All right. No, I, I, if I'm being honest, I haven't, I haven't wrote my do's and don'ts. Uh, that's something that probably could probably do for next podcast yeah. and, and uh, figure something out. Um, so yeah, guys, I guess on the way out of here, thanks for giving us a listen. Thanks for uh, supporting us the way you do. We appreciate you. And yes, like I kind of said toward the beginning of the podcast, hit that thumbs up, do a share. That'd be pretty huge. And uh, subscribe. Also, comment on the podcast platform. If you listen to us on the podcast platform, that would also be pretty great. So with that said, guys, thanks for listening to another week of the Struggling Hunters in the Hunting Shack. We are out of here. Bye. Bye.